0: Hello, welcome back to the Mission Empowered podcast. With me, your host Emily. I really tried to change that intro because I just literally go on autopilot and say the same thing every time I come on. So, I tried to oh, that wasn't jazzy in the slightest. won't say tried to jazz it up. Then it wasn't jazzy. All right. So this week's episode is all about the healthy habits you need to stay in shape, not get in shape, stay in shape. Because I think there is a very deceptive thing that people think what they do in fat loss or to get toned or whatever like they do that for a certain point and then they can just go back to normal or they can let it slide and like there's some things that you can bring down obviously your calories go up you can relax a little bit more around socials but there's definitely some things that the principles of getting in shape or what you need to keep to stay in shape you know and and it, it does sometimes blow me away that people think that that's not the case, when actually that is the case. And this is why, you know, going balls to the wall for eight weeks, doing mad stuff to get fat off or to get in shape and bunny ears like that. That type of stuff doesn't work because it doesn't teach you anything. It teaches you what to not do because it's not sustainable to get in shape. But then because you can't keep it up, you're then like, well, what do I do now? Cause I'm in shape. I want to stay in shape, but What I was doing for eight weeks hasn't taught me fuck all. So now what to do. So that's when people end up going back to square one. So I'm going to tell you healthy habits to stay in shape. And you're might you going to take from this probably thinking, I've heard you say that before about getting in shape. Yeah, well, that's the whole point of the episode. So what is my number one of staying in shape? This may or may not come as a surprise, but it's having a routine and it's being organized Because that is what we need when we're getting in shape. We need to be organized around planning our foods, getting our steps in, getting our workouts in. And that level of organization doesn't leave us when we're in shape. It might feel like we don't have to put as much effort into be organized, but that's only because it's become a habit. So I, I used to be very unorganized, you know, circa, let's go back seven years ago, six, seven years ago, I would be a very go with the flowy person, you know, wouldn't plan my meals. I'd try and always pick like the healthy option, but wouldn't plan, you know, I would be like, right, I've got to do 10K steps today, but wouldn't really look at, well, how am I going to get them in? And obviously, you know, fast forward to where we are now, because I've been organized and put effort into being organized and, and make sure like I plan my day, plan my routine. And for me now, it's not so much an effort to do that, but it's definitely something I still do but it's more like second nature and you know, sometimes it does go to like the extreme where I'm, I'm planning stuff in August for Christmas. Um, But for me having routine and being organized is like a a key part of who I am now, but to get in shape, I had to put effort in to do that. So you can see that that habit was built to get in shape, but it's a habit that I still do now to be in shape. So For example, my morning routine, whether I'm in a fat loss phase or I'm just in like a lifestyle phase, my morning routine doesn't differ. I still like to get up, cold shower, do a walk, do my affirmations, um, you know, have the same breakfasts, which we'll talk about in a second. But like my morning routine doesn't shift because having that morning routine and being organized and planning my day definitely gets you in shape, but it helps you stay in shape as well, so that's a key thing, if you're thinking, because I know a lot of my clients struggle with it, they say, I'm not a natural organiser, but nobody is, nobody is just naturally out of the womb, pass me a pen and paper, hon, I'm planning my day, that doesn't happen, and also, it depends on how you were brought up, so, you know, God love, like, love my mum and dad, not very organised, so, from the age of, however, once I leave home, as I move out, maybe I was like 28 when I when I moved out, 27, 28, and, um, you know, my mum did a lot of stuff for me, and here's a funny story, I felt like I haven't told funny stories in a while, but here's a funny story, right, so, I have to really work on my time management, lol to any of my friends who are listening to this, because they'll be, because I am, I was notoriously late for things, I'll try my best now, but, as I, When I was brought up, right, my mom was always late for work, always, always flapping, last minute, Larry, always flapping, always running around, you know, like quick, go, go, go. There is not, it's not shocking that I can still be like that, because if I grew up with that, that is like inherently what I know. So I have to work really hard to try and break that cycle now to be on time for things. And I will, I will absolutely hold my hands up. I still can be like that sometimes. But in other areas of my life, I am so organized and planned and actually freaks me out if I can't plan things and can't be organized. You know, I have to like be in control of that or know what's coming or know what's happening, you know, so but but I had to work really hard to be like that because I was brought up, you know, my, my default behavior was being late for things and not being organized and just grabbing things. Love you, mom. If you're listening, like it's not a dig at you, but I'm just I'm trying to relate this. So if you are if you struggle with being organised, just take a look back at like your life the last five years. Have you ever been organised? No. Okay, so it's a skill that you need to work on. Okay, so don't worry if these if you're thinking, but I've never been into a morning routine. I've never had a nighttime routine. Just work on it. And I've done I've done other episodes, guys, on morning routine and nighttime routine. Go and listen to them because it'll help you build it out. But yeah, my number one. healthy habit to stay in shape is having routine and being organized and that is something that if you are thinking is a bit of a ball ache getting in shape well guess what you're gonna have to keep that up so rather than thinking it's a ball ache just think do you know what it's a challenge I'll get better at it and when I get better at it it won't require as much effort okay so the next one which I spoke about very briefly just then number two of habit to stay in shape is prioritizing protein and whole meals so less snacking okay, it is very rare that you will see someone who is in shape, as in, you know, has that tone, isn't carrying unhealthy amounts of body fat, and they tell you, oh, I'm just a snacker, I don't really, don't really eat that much protein, I just, you know, snack on things, or it's it's not, it's not happening, even people who are maybe not, have never thought, okay, I need to, like, plan my foods, I need to track my foods, subconsciously, I would bet money on it that they have a high protein diet and they eat three four square meals a day and they don't do a lot of snacking and again this is something that so many people who want to start out on a fat loss journey struggle with is that they say i don't eat that much a snack graze, but i don't eat that much and it's not a coincidence that people who want to drop body fat are snackers and that people who are in shape aren't okay so again it's all about re redoing them habits and going like looking back at what needs to change and I'm not trying to be like yeah but I don't like eating full meals yeah but you also don't like the the body shape that you're in now so, so that probably needs to change if we're looking at people who are in shape and what they do versus what you're doing right now so number two is prioritizing protein and square meals, so filling your meals out, not having a cereal bar and a cup of tea for breakfast, and again, I can say that because I used to do that, I used to think a really good breakfast was then rice cakes with yogurt on, if you'll feel triggered by that because that's what you're having, girl, it's wrong, okay, so now for my, pro- for my breakfast, I make sure if you follow me on Insta, you've probably seen my standard breakfast is 250 grams of Greek yogurt with 80 grams of berries or frozen fruit or something topped off with like a high fiber cereal. That's like my go to breakfast. Okay, because I'm getting my protein in the volume that I'm having is quite big. Therefore, I know it's going to fill me up for lunch. I'm not going to need an 11s. Remember 11s? <laughs> I'm not going to need a snack before lunch. Because I'm having that that big quality high protein breakfast, and then again throughout the rest of the meals, I'm always a a meal for me. If it doesn't, if it's not, if it doesn't have protein in, like it, it, I just can't class it as a meal because I know it's not going to fill me up. And like every every once in a while, I, I don't know. Let's say you're eating out and you'd have a pizza, for example. Okay, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about majority over minor, minority, minority the word minority anyway so the majority of meals in my week are literally pro like what's the protein in them again i just feel like i'm doing what i eat in a day yeah but for my for my lunch i'm having half a packet of cooked chicken boiled egg salad olive oil bit of cheese loads of lettuce i think i said salad twice and and sometimes some like pickled vegetables for gut health so again my my lunch is very voluminous. And also sometimes after that I'll have a protein shake as well. But I try and have it in the same window. So I'm thinking about, okay, let's just have this one meal, this lunch, this big lunch, fill me up, and then that'll get me through to be dinner. Every so often, mid afternoon, I might grab a protein bar and a coffee or something. Some but sometimes not. But I'd never um, very rarely go. Well, I'm not really hungry at lunch, so I'm just gonna have, you know, a cracker, a said There you go. That's what do they call it, um, culprit, <laughs> famous culprit, I just had a variety of a slice of ham, brilliant, well that's not a meal is it, it's a snack, and how did you feel when you got in, fucking starving, so what did you have, a bowl of cereal, right, okay, there's the problem, and again, I can say this, because I used to do it, or I know people who did it, and you know, I, again, I used to do it, try and eat as little as possible, what happens, you then over consume So number two in healthy habits is prioritizing protein and prioritizing full whole food meals. Don't be scared of eating big meals. I promise you in the long run, it's going to stop you mindlessly snacking. And that is where them calories creep up. Okay. So number two, prioritizing protein and whole foods is an absolute habit to stay in shape. Yes, it's what gets you in shape, but guess what it can keep you there as well? So, number three is prioritizing movement. So, I'm not talking about the gym, that's 3B. Number three is prioritizing movement. For example, when I'm meeting up with friends, I don't, I know, and I know this is super common, a lot of people will go to the pub, go to a coffee shop, go out for lunch, go out for dinner. But a healthy habit to keep you in shape is to swap them out and say, Shall we go for a walk? Shall we take the dogs out? Okay, if you haven't got a dog, you know, just go for a walk anyway. Or shall we go bowling? So tonight, me and Oz are going out with our friends. And rather than going for dinner, we're going bowling. Something active, something fun, something different. For me, if I want to catch up with my friends, I normally say, let's either do a walk and talk. So I'll stick my head to and then go for a walk or let me for a walk. But prioritising movement again, date days, by the way, how many times do I say again on this podcast? Quite annoying really, isn't it? Sorry. Date days, try not to just base them solely around food. So a, a lot of the time on a Sunday, which tends to be my and Ollie's date day, I always try and say, right, let's go for a walk first, then maybe go for a roast dinner because I love roast dinner. Who doesn't love a roast dinner else? But, or or try and do something active, then followed by the meal afterwards. So try and like it's not about sacrificing one or the other. It's about compromising. But again, prioritizing movement as part of your daily life, not just to burn calories, not just to oh, I need to do this because you know it's gonna put me in a bigger calorie deficit. But there's so much positive oh so much positivity from movement for your mental health, for your mood, for your well being and that is why i stay in shape like physically and mentally prioritizing movement is absolutely vital girls so try try if you again you you would have heard if you are on a fat loss phase now You you know, you'll be getting the advice, or you'll be probably thinking, "I need to do more steps, I need to do more walks, I need to be more active." But that's going to keep you there as well. So don't see it as a chore. And this is why I'm not, I'm not about the extremes of doing twenty thousand steps a day because all that's going to do is make you resent walking and resent doing steps. But what you're doing now to get you where you want to be is what you need to do to keep you there. And if you are there, or maybe you've achieved fat loss, but you feel like you've gone slightly backwards, are you still doing these things? Because it's exactly what you need to be doing. Okay so number three prioritizing movement as daily life rather than just seeing it as a, as a fat loss tool. Now three B very important is prioritizing weight training still to keep you in shape. So weight training in the gym isn't something we do just to get you in shape and then you can go back to your 10 spin classes or your circuit training a week like five circuit training a week. You need to be keeping that weight training in and again staying in shape really correlates with a healthy um being healthy and having longevity of life so weight training you need to to stay in shape you need to look at weight training as yes it's going to keep you physically in shape but you need to find that enjoyment in it you absolutely need to be chasing the numbers going up the strength going up the confidence the exercise going up rather than just thinking I'm doing this to look a certain way because trust me, that enjoyment level will drop down quite quickly. So it's about setting them different goals of I'm going to try and get X on my deadlift. I want to try and get up to three plates on the reg- on the leg press rather than just one. I want to be able to uh, do Bulgarian split squat and really feel them in my bum from the off rather than it taking one to two sets to warm up. Like they're all performance goals that are going to keep you in shape but they're moving away from that physical part because if you don't enjoy the exercise that you are doing you're not going to keep it up and the reason i'm going to say weight training any any type of exercise is obviously going to be beneficial for you mentally and physically but to stay in physical shape to keep that tone to have to keep creating that nice body shape that you are after the weight training is where it's at so again, it's looking at maybe if you don't like going to the gym for over an hour, three times a week, a lot of things I do with my clients, I say, right, well, can we go four or five times a week for a, le- for a lesser time period and finding what works for you? Because weight training is key to stay in shape, to keep hold of that muscle that we've worked so hard on building, we have to keep stimulating it. Okay, so 3B, so 3A was keeping movement in and 3B to stay in shape, we've got to keep doing that weight training. We've got to keep that resistance training up, okay? Number four. Where are we on time? 60 minutes. Okay. I feel like I'm getting through these quite quickly. So, number four of staying in shape is water. Cheers. I'll just hit myself in the head. All right. Okay. Every time I talk about water, I need to have a drink of it. Something subconscious going on there. So, this one's probably unexpected, not unexpected, probably expected. We always bang on about fat loss and how you know our body can't optimally burn fat without being super hydrated which is so true okay but again like everything else i've covered in here, water has so many other benefits than just burning fat it's great for our digestion it's great for our hair our skin our nails it improves our sleep when we're optimally hydrated it improves our energy levels when we're optimally hydrated and we want to keep all them benefits up right and I say this on my Fit and 6, like, every, you know, the, the most common one that people say sh- very early on is I'm, I'm going the toilet better. I feel more awake and, you know, and my skin looks brighter and it's down to the water intake. And having going from that one litre up to three litres, like that makes a huge difference. And if you're if you're listening to this thinking I want to stay in shape, but right now I'm still on my fat loss journey. I'm really struggling with my water. Persevere. Okay, really persevere. Your body has like an internal water filter. I normally explain this with my hands. So let's try and do it with the, with the words instead. So your body has an internal water filter. Okay, so if you're used to drinking less than a liter, okay, your body's internal water filter will be used to that. So when you start putting in two, three liters, of course, you're gonna start weighing more. Of course, you're gonna be like, well, I'm not thirsty because in like your body's so used to running off minimal water, it's going to take time for your body's internal water filter to catch up, but it will. Your body's internal water filter will start to get used to the three liters you're putting in. So it'll stop you going for a way as much. It will make you feel thirsty when you drop lower than that three liters, but also on the flip side, it's going to start benefiting it. Benefiting it. It's going to start benefiting from that as well. So, persevere with getting that water in. And when you get there, do not stop it. Okay. Whether you're a fat loss in or whether you stay in shape, maintaining, you need to get that three liters of water in. Okay. So, again, keep that one in. Number five to stay in shape, I relax around social occasions. This is probably the biggest difference between fat loss. And lifestyle and staying in shape is that when you want to stay in shape and keep the 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 result you've worked hard for, you've got to get on side that you're not going to stay exactly the same every single week because life happens. You might have two weekends back to back where you've got a social occasion, a social occasion. So therefore after them two weekends, you might feel a little bit bloated. You might feel a little bit like, oh, the scales have gone up or, you know, your wear pants don't fit that well. But what you've got to remember, that was only two weekends, okay, or two weeks or whatever. The following two weekends, you've got nothing on. So when you go back to your normal of doing your weight training, doing your steps, eating your normal food, not eating out, not drinking alcohol, guess what's going to happen? You're going to go back down again. And you have to get on board with that, that is lifestyle, lifestyle isn't just a straight line, fat loss for you might be a downward line, like a correlating downward line, like nice, you know, every single week, drop, 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 or every two weeks, drop, 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 which is fine, because we're working towards a fat loss goal, but when you achieve your overall results, and you're like, you know what, I'm happy, I want to stay here, great, you've got to be okay with some little speed bumps along the way, because that is life. No, i'm not saying you know you're jumping between a, a size 10 and a size 14 every two weeks i'm not saying that but there are going to be points where you are going to be busy socially or work-wise or whatever and you might feel like oh this week i don't feel like i don't feel as good as what i felt last week but it's normally because of different food maybe stress levels are higher and things feel a little bit more snug but you've got to remember if you prioritize sticking to your routine doing your weight training eating your whole foods pulling back a little bit or maybe you've got a a couple of weekends and no socials like you're gonna be fine but it is gonna go up and down and as long as you're staying roughly where you are and you're not absolutely yo-yoing that's life that's cool that's exactly what's meant to happen okay so me for example um you know i went into um did the photo shoots at the beginning of september right and I did it as like a lifestyle prep. I didn't absu- I didn't diet for it. I didn't hammer the cardio for it. I wanted to do the photo shoot to represent what it looks like to stay in shape. If anyone has followed me for a long time, you know that I dieted for honeymoon back in May. Uh, that was like the last proper diet that I did. So I dieted for honeymoon and then was like, cool, I'm going to just hover here now. I'm happy. So I hovered there till the photo shoot. After the photo shoot, however, my... Best friend got married in Portugal for a week. That was heavy on the social occasions. Then we came back, and me and Ollie had our first wedding anniversary. That was heavy on the social occasions, and and I chose it to be. I wanted it to be. You know, I'm a deep down. I'm a foodie. I love me food. I love my cocktails. I just understand about the compromise of it. But I chose for that month. I was like, right, okay. I know probably at the end of. October which is where we are now shock you're probably not going to feel as great as you did at the sorry yeah September 90, right sorry at the end of October because you've got something on the weekend you're probably not going to feel as good as what you did in mid-September shock horror I, I, I went to say I don't but that felt very false I just realized that I don't feel as lean and as great as I did four weeks ago you know what The scales haven't budged that much. I'm still getting in all my clothes. I probably don't look that different, but I know that that's okay because I've just had four weeks of really busy social occasions that don't normally happen. And that isn't the majority of my life. It's a minority. And I know now that I'm not stressed. I'm definitely not cutting my calories. I'm just going back to my normal routine that I've gone through. So I'm just you know, sticking to my daily routine I'm planning my foods out, getting my high protein, in. I'm still doing my weight training. And I know in another three or four weeks, because I'm not doing anything drastic or ridiculous, I'll feel better again. And that's okay, because that is life. And this just reflects onto what I was saying about them up and down moments, is that you don't want to be massively fluctuating, like I said, like jumping between clothes sizes. But knowing that as long as like 90% of the time, like you're happy, you're staying the same. That 10% wiggle room of where you might have a weekend that's really busy and you wake up on the Monday and you're like, that's not a point of call for you to go, oh my God, I'm going to drop the calories. I'm going to do 15,000 steps every day. No, because that's silly. That's all or nothing. That's yo-yoing. You just need to realize and accept my actions have took me here and that's okay because I wanted them to. And so that was, that, that's a big thing, point five, is that I relax, God, that was a big one, wasn't it? I relax around social occasions and I relax around lifestyle, life getting busy. Now, the problem with going through fat loss and wanting to keep your result is if you sacrifice everything when you're doing fat loss and then you're like, at the end of fat loss, I'm gonna go back to being really busy socially again because what you're not doing is you're not keeping up with the things that got you to where you wanna be because you're just going back to where you started. And this is why I am a coach that coaches through social occasions. I'll never tell you you can't go out. I'll never tell you you can't have a drink. I'll explain to you about compromise. I'll explain to you about the impact it's going to have. But I'm never I'm not one of these coaches who's like, right, if you work with me, we work together for this amount of time, you know, no chip ears, no alcohol, because All that's doing is setting you up to fail and not teaching you anything. So something that happens a lot with my clients is that they work with me. And do you know what? When you do start out on like a health kick or a fat loss, you do probably tend to pull back on social occasions because you're super motivated, which is fine, which is great. But what I teach my clients is when they say, I've got this night out, I'm like, cool, like, you know, maybe they haven't drank for a month or six weeks or whatever. And I'm like, cool, like, this is the plan to go up, go and enjoy yourself and get back on Sunday. When they text me and say, um, you know, I went on the night out, they always say, I really don't miss feeling like how I feel. And I feel like that's gave me an an insight into the positive changes that I've made. And that is where the understanding of compromise comes in with balancing social occasions is that we always sort of put social occasions on a pedestal that they're going to be this epic thing and that, you know, I'm talking about drinking, really. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can't wait to do that again. And then when you do it, you're like, "Oh shit!" Actually, I felt well better, not really drinking that much, and felt better in my skin. And going through that experience is really good for your mindset to give you that autonomy to make that choice whether you do that social occasion all in or not. Don't know if you can hear the dogs barking. We're just gonna ignore him, pretend that he's not. I hate when he does this, buddy. are we going to do okay so i know we'll shut the door perfect right so it gives you that autonomy to make that choice that informed choice because you've done that stint of not drinking and knowing that feels and then you've done the stint of drinking and thinking actually is the payoff worth it i'll make sure it is next time and that's what that's what i always say about relaxing around social occasions and enjoying lifestyle is that You've got to be able to do that to stay in shape. You can't freak out and you can't sacrifice all your social occasions to stay in shape. You've got to have that balance. Okay, so the last one then is, this isn't really a point. It's more just a reminder. To stay in shape, you've just got to prioritize your health and your happiness and look after yourself. Like that is the key thing about staying in shape, is it? You prioritize them things that you prioritize going for a walk because it looks after your mental health and it feels good for you. Like you're not just doing it to keep your calories down. You prioritize staying in on a Saturday night and putting your jammies on and getting an early night because you know that that's good for you, not because you don't want to go out because you don't want to have the chippy at the end of the night. And it's reframing your mindset to prioritize you and your health that That's for me is like the key thing to staying in shape is doing things to prioritize you and look after you and I think going through going through a fat loss journey to get to where you want to be, you have to do that you have to prioritize what's going to move you forward so as you go through that journey, you already are starting to build up that awareness of what that looks like is that you have to say. You have to look at things and say, in, say no to something to say yes to yourself. And that can't leave you when you want to stay in shape. You've got to have that boundary. You've got to have that self-standard to be able to go, is this looking after me? Is the choice I'm making now driving me forward or am I doing it for someone else? Because I think as, as well, a lot of people who want to get in shape, they're yes people for other people, not themselves. And when you do go through that process of getting in shape, you have to be a yes person for you. And when you want to stay in shape, that has to stay with you. And that's why that's, that's the last one for me is because that's definitely through my journey. I think over the past, probably through the past eight years, I've probably lost like three stone or something over like a longer period of time, maybe 10 years or something. But for me, when I reflect back and look at where I was to where I am now, that is the one thing that I do is that I prioritize myself. I prioritize my health and I prioritize my happiness and, 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 that's quite a deep one to finish on, but that's what, I wanted, that's what I want you to think of finishing this podcast. That's what you're going to think of. What you do now, do you do it for other people or do you do it for you? And deep down, when you say yes to things, are you prioritising yourself, your health and your happiness? Or are you doing it as a distraction? These are just questions to think about. Okay, and that's me done. Half an hour today. Perfect. I really hope you couldn't hear the dog bark at them for the last 10 minutes. Don't work with kids and animals. Right, wrapping it up. Number one, out of healthy habits to stay in shape. Keep your routine, stay organized. Number two, make sure you're prioritizing protein and square meals with whole foods in. Big one. Number three is movement. Prioritize movement outside of the gym as part of your daily life. But make sure that you are keeping your weight training in because that is going to hold your nice shape and also keep you progressing in the gym to be stronger and more confident. Number four, keep your hydration up. Don't let that drop. And number five, relax around socials and understand that little fluctuations are going to happen and that is life and that is part of parcel of staying in shape and not stressing about them. And last little point, guys, prioritise you. Prioritise your health, your happiness. That is what will keep you in shape thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Please drop me a DM slash follow at underscore em.powered and I shall see you next time. Have a good one. Love you. Bye.